0: Welcome to another head kicks and haymakers. I am Bodkins, and of course, always with me is my guy Wit. Um, Wit, before we get into it, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, I mean, UFC 297. I'm not gonna Ooh. lie to you, Wit. I, I thought it was kind of a bit of a snooze fest. Uh, maybe that's yeah. just me. Uh, maybe I'm a little crazy. Uh, but I do did feel like I was a little suspicious, but we got to stop here. And before we bring our guest in and he'll help us break it down too. Uh, but we got to stop with this whole, um, that was the greatest title fight we ever saw. No, It wasn't. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it was a good, it was a good fight. It was a good fight between DDP and Strickland. Not, not the greatest title fight. Uh, wasn't a robbery. I mean, Strickland didn't get robbed. It was a close razor thin fight. Uh, and, you know, me and Wit. we're going to talk about it all. And uh, breaking his return, he joined us last week. And with this guy killed us in the picks. I mean, he got, I think the only one he didn't get right was the main event. So, of course, uh, you know, he's got to come in and talk his shit and tell us, hey, we're a bunch of dummies. Give it up for our guest again, Mr. Rob Nakamura, baby.
1: Ooh. Hey. And uh, thank you guys for having me back. And I want to say there's probably a little bit of luck. And I want to address one more time that thank you for the people who asked and cared. Uh, my eyes are still getting better. So I will be rocking the glasses one more time. Now, with that being said, like a blind man, like a blind chicken of, of uh, occasionally finds a piece of corn. I occasionally get stuff right. Not always. Got a little bit of lucky. So, uh, you know, hey, thanks for that.
0: Hey. You you got it. Um I went to had to hop off real quick. But uh Rob, let's jump into it. Your thoughts on that uh, main event. I know we we're kind of talking a little bit of off air. Uh, like I said, I I it was a close fight. You could have scored it to me either way. Um I, I kind of had a two-two going into the fifth, and in that case, you kind of score it for Strickland. But uh how how did you have it?
1: All right. Well, all out on honesty, I personally had I was kind of advocating for a 4-1 for Sean. Um, but, but, but at the time, I was cool with the idea of 2-2 going into the fifth. So it was like I had my opinion on the way I saw it, but I was open to the counter-arguments and the way other people were seeing it live during uh, the the live watch-along that we are doing. So, you know, I could, I can totally live with the result. And I agree with you, Buckins, that I don't feel like the word robbery applies to this at all. This was a hard fought contest um, with, with, you know, you guys been to live fights, man. And I try to explain this to people who haven't been to them. Sometimes from a certain angle, a punch looks like it, it was so good. And other times it looks like it missed the same exact punch. And you don't know for sure until you watch it again on TV. And you're like, Oh, wait a minute. And uh, or and then um, you know, on video later. And, the damage uh, to Strickland's eye, like that's you know what I mean. Like that was actually it looked like from a headbutt, maybe, but it looks like right. And they were scrapping, not taking anything away from it. So you know, with all that being said, man, I don't. I say it's, judging is hard to do. It's objective. They were scrapping. You can't like. How could anybody say that it wasn't really close? Like what? You, nobody really awards uh, draws anymore. I mean, nobody's seeking draws. Everybody poo-poo's it when I uh, advocate, which I'm going to still advocate. I don't care. Um, I'm going to advocate for more draws because I don't just have half a second. There's three scoring columns. They're infinite on your score for the rest of your life. Okay? Why not use the draw in situations like this where two men gave us a badass fight? The shit was hard to say. It's for all the marbles. It's shit's a draw. Like, and that's no knock on either fighter when you fight really good. And after 25 minutes, 15 minutes, nobody can honestly say which way up downs, heads or tails. It was, let it be a draw. There you go. That's, those that are my takes on that. I know
2: so much. Sorry.
0: Wait, what's your I mean, initial thoughts from the main event Saturday?
2: I mean, bro, you know, let's, let's just, let's keep it real. You know, Rob put all into perspective. Um, the judging from different angles, especially, um, you know, is, is in a in a title UFC fight is really subjective. Where were you sitting? What could you see? What didn't you see? What well, did you see the headbutt? Did you not see the headbutt? Did that punch look clean? Did that takedown look good? What well, did he sprawl? You know, all of those things played a part into it. To me, this was one of those situations where if you really uh, maybe, you know, of course, the fighters, the fighters put on the best. Uh, that they could, the best main event that they could. So let's go ahead and square that away. It wasn't like they was playing with each other. They, they, they kind. Of, it was really a stalemate of 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 skills, of skill sets. I think, in my opinion, because it started looking like well, neither one of them is getting off. And then it kind of you know closer to the fourth and fifth, we got to see that hey, look, some somebody wants to win, but they are equally matched in my in my mind. And Rob makes a great opinion on that one. Where, to me, this could have seriously been a draw. And I think for, in the case of belts, like belts, if there's not a definitive winner point-wise or TKO submission knockout-wise, there, the, a draw is not a cop-out. This would have been an occasion where I, I would have said, look, we we don't know who won this one. You guys need to go back at this again. And, and let, and just let it, let it be what it is. Of course, which would have remained, you know, uh, you know, would have basically left and still, you know, and, and we would have had to see DDP do it again. But, you know, in the end, the judges felt like DDP did enough and Strickland, you know, unfortunately gets to go, Hey, you know, I, I put on the best show and he was a champ for a little bit. Now let's see if, if his theory, like he put on for the Theo Vaughn show, uh, shout out to Theo Vaughn. I love Theo Vaughn. Um, you know, if his theory is, man, if I'm not the champion, I'm gonna basically, you know, be oblivious to everything else. It's really not gonna matter. I don't think that's true. I think the people love Sean. I think he puts on a spectacle before and during the fight, and then somehow, some way, we 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 have not seen less of Sean Strickland in 2024. Oh. Um. sorry
1: i just have to interject and just jump on you real quick you're absolutely right you're absolutely right there's no way sean just fades away this year no No, not at all
2: yeah Yeah, i I,
0: do you guys subscribe dana kind of said like this too like you know to beat the champion you you got to take the belt away from him and i don't think ddp did that and uh people were kind of like do you guys subscribe that notion because i kind of do like to me, like, if you're going to take the belt, you got to beat the champion. You know what I mean? Like, and I, and the the thing about Sean's fighting style is he's not a knockout guy. He doesn't really, doesn't have a whole lot of power. So he is going to have things like this where if you're, he is a decision fighter. It is who he is. And, and sometimes decisions aren't going to go your way. And, and that's what happened on Saturday night.
1: I, uh, I'll jump in and say, I, I can I say that I agree, but I don't agree. Yeah, hear me out. So yeah, I sure. I agree in the sentiment. I agree in the feeling. I agree as like dudes or even ladies too. Just competitors. Like yeah, like like bruh. If we're competing, you gotta show me what's up. You can just let. You can't just be kind of close to me and just let these guys over here's opinion take it. Like yeah, I get the whole like like mm, uh, what's the word like the macho ness of that right? Yeah. Like, you gotta but. <laughs> but but you gotta rip the title out of my cold
2: blood hands right yeah
1: yeah. right but it's here's the thing that's cool if we were still in the the just bleed era if we were still in the nhb like oh this is cool like but as we progress in a sport the sport the sport all right i know this axiom is probably been it's actually borrowed from boxing i believe uh but it doesn't matter the, the rules are the rules, and nowhere in the beautiful rules, not not one single clause is the you to beat the champ, you gotta beat the champ clause. It There's is no great, part great. It is so...
0: it's a mindset that's in our mind. That's what you know what I mean. Like that's what I'm
1: saying. Like, yeah. so with that, it's like bros, we, we live in a civilized society, we're playing a civilized game of sport combat. So what that means, we gotta go by how we writ it down, how we wrote it down. That's how we live in society, but like on a like on a on a people's level, like, yeah, like, come on, man. Like, you know, I feel it. I feel it, but come on. You, you, gotta you got any rules. thoughts on that part?
2: I mean, you know, it, it, we, we pretty much covered it all, man. It's, it's one of those, it's in, especially in a title fight, a title fight, the points matter what, and it has to be on a, on a scale in which, you know, even I would think that the casual fan, even it's hard to do, but the casual fan should go, okay. Well, I saw X, Y, and Z. I see why this is a 27-28 round. I get it, I get the point. Sometimes, and this is and this is on my perspective, you know, and and you know, shout out to Rob. You know, we were in the, the space and guys were going, Well, I didn't see this, and I don't see why, and I don't understand blah blah. blah. Shout out to the beautiful, the beautiful bearded bastards. I checked you guys out. Really dope podcast. Send me your beard ingredients immediately. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah. So the point is if if I'm not able to have a conversation with Rob and go, well, if you if you notice this and this and this, do you feel the same way it should have been pointed? We should be able to agree because that's Matt, that's on paper. That's equal. That's it. There's nothing else. There's three takedowns, there's four head kicks in this round, there's a body punch. This equals this. For some odd reason, we don't really get that quite often in MMA, but it is what it is. Like, I, like you said, once again, subjective to where you are. Did you see it? Did you notice how it happened? Are you seeing? Are you paying attention to? You know, the damage that was taken afterwards. You know, all of that kind of gets factored into, man.
1: All of this, all of this. And now let's add some other X factors into this mix, right? These judges, what's their background? Like, and I'm not criticizing them. I'm not criticizing them. Not in that, that sounds funny. And yes, I do mean that. But I also mean, I also mean like, Are they striking oriented? Are they grappling oriented? What do they favor? Are they inside fighters? Do they like are have they been judging boxing a long time or kickboxing or anything? Mm -hmm. Like, like what with that part? Like everybody has biases, and that's fine. I'm not asking to erase that. It's just I would like to know because then you combine other elements of the game of interpretation of rules, which look, look at our beautiful, you know, court system. Small pause. All <laughs> the, all the, all the interpretation of what is written down, right? So we have these judges interpreting what is written down, plus their biases, plus all this going on, plus the differences. Apparently, we named the rule set, the unified rule set of fighting, and then it's the most ununified rule set in the history of Earth. I'm, I would consider myself a pretty hardcore fan, YouTube gentleman as well. Did you guys know that Canada had a special one-hand ghost hand down? Yeah, we'll get to
0: that. I did not know that.
1: Yeah, I did not know.
0: If we're back to the old rules, I found that we found that out late Saturday night after the fights, really.
1: Exactly, bro. If we how if, if 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 these guys don't know and all you watching don't know. Ain't the they ain't, come on, man. Like, yeah, and we'll get to we'll get to those right. so, in, in a minute. We, yeah, like, so I don't mean to stick, but just with all that yeah. being said, it's hard for a judge. Like, I don't understand how these judges are supposed to keep up if we're watching these flights every week, like, and the rules are changed. It's just a mess, Uh, wait, you mentioned it earlier. If,
0: if there was a draw, maybe they do it again. Uh, but what, where do we go from here with both of these guys? Is let me ask you, we'll start with you. Wait, do you do DDP and it. Maybe Izzy coming back. He called out Izzy. We know there's heat there. There's bad blood there. Uh, you know, remember back in July that they both got in the, you know, Izzy was getting in the cage. And, I mean, for all sense of purposes, trying to debate, uh, you know, bait that man into saying the N-word. Uh, Definitely. So, you know, I mean, <laughs> I think it was there. I mean, we all know he was trying we to bait. We Uh, But, uh, you know, they got the heat there. Do you run it back? Uh, you know, there's Humsat out there. I, I don't like the Humsat idea uh, because he just hasn't fought a 185er. I, you know, do do you dig do the the winner if Costa beats Whitaker is he next? They fight in a couple weeks. What,
2: what do you do? Uh, who's next for DDP? The, to be real with you, man, I think it's really going to take the next month or so of fights. Which, of course, you know, the Costa fight is going to happen. Of course. Robert Whitaker, a perennial contender, somebody who's always up there in the top ranks. Of course, we saw him get slept, you know, which is very uncommon. The only person he's lost to was Israel Adesanya at one point in his career. Um, To me, what I would like to see is Israel fight someone that is not named DDP first. Right. Let's get it. Let's get a title contention, contention knockout going. Somebody. Had to take somebody out before we put you in the ring with DDP. And yes, yes, folks, I even being an African-American man was like, that's not right. You just can't run in there and have him saying, you know, and, and 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 goat him into saying it. Yes, he's South African. Yes, he is of African descent, technically, but I I I think that was just a ploy. You know, Izzy was just a little, you know, a little sauced. You know what I'm saying? So I don't we think that's I don't, yeah, I don't think that that's really the fight I want to see until it's determined. It looks good on paper, yes. But did Israel Adesanya look championship worthy when he fought Sean Strickland? No. He looked, he looked in shape. Yeah, he was in shape. But he was not mentally there in order for that uh, fight to happen. So in my opinion, I really think that we should have some type of title contention in between maybe hamza fights izzy maybe izzy fights the winner of even i I don't necessarily want to see him fight rob whitaker again but you know hey somewhere in there we gotta eliminate the idea of who is going to take on this fight to fight ddp because i i have a feeling that because of the stakes riding with ddp now not necessarily immediately running to have a fight in south africa But to say, hey, before we get to that big, if DDP does have one title defense before we do the big splash, go to Nigeria, South Africa, Zimbabwe, Kinshasa, whatever, you know, I would like for there to be something prior to a little bit of buildup. Because you can't just, just, you know, we can't just microwave a champ in my mind. You know, I don't want to just microwave a fight. You know, just put it in the, the deep fryer and and oh boom, uh oh, now now we got a title of contention. I don't want that. So I think there should be something in between for either for more than likely one of the contenders. If you want to do Kamzat, if you want to do Izzy, if you want to do Rob, um, I, I want that to happen first before we figure out who's gonna go DDP. Rob, what about you? What's your what's your thoughts?
1: Oh, man, I got I got supportive evidence and I got two separate theories. So here we go. Uh, first off, you know, you got to go with what the people say, except when the people don't know what they want. So uh, I threw up a poll. Uh, thank you to the 125 people who answered. And 44% said Sean versus DDP rematch. 46% said DDP versus Izzy. 9% came in with the third option of DDP versus Cannoneer and uh i left you four-
0: can't fight canadiers towards mcl ac oh, yeah, well, that, 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 that.
1: That, that makes more sense why people said nine percent of that that makes more yeah. sense yeah yeah and then, he was, uh, he was uh, so, uh, be right, right
0: nice before fight one. island he was actually they called him to fight Hamza hamzat when um who pulled out of that fight costa pulled out of that fight right they called jared canadier he was going to fight hamzat after that phone call towards acl
1: Oh well, thank you yeah. for that information, man. I, yeah. I didn't know that backstory, so I appreciate it. Yeah, and then I have left even a fourth option for somebody to chuck up their own matches, and nobody could. So then I guess Cannoneer by self elimination, unfortunately. Sorry, Mister Cannoneer. I guess it leaves us down to the forty six percent versus forty four percent split, which means do whatevers. And now go back. I kind of, I definitely support a lot of what what just had to say. I'm not into microwaving championships. I'm not into just jumping to whatever. Uh, but h- here we go. Izzy, ah, man, that like blows up my whole like wish list. I didn't know Canon was hurt. Uh, <laughs> but like, we don't know, but no, it's reality, right? And I'm sure, yeah. dude, could you imagine what like the matchmakers are like every single day? They're like, look at this brilliant ass idea I have. And they're like, the text messages they get the next morning. <laughs> XYZ's hurt. This, that's hurt. Like, ah, my life's ruined. And yeah, back next, to the... Yeah. To the to the point being is I I would like to see the rematch between these guys because I thought this I thought this match was was tight and hot and people liked it I don't want is, it. I mean he has become a fan favorite he's winning people over by keeping it real and I th- I think people are starting to understand that there's a difference between Sean Strickland the character and then when Sean Strickland keeps it real and just shoots like what's real. Like, yeah. I think a lot of people had it mixed up that the dude was running a hot mic playing. He's on. not
0: Kobe Covington, y'all.
1: Yeah, he, yo, he's yeah, no, not. No. He, he, he can, he goes on both sides. He plays a salty comedian and then he tells it what it is. So, with all that being said, man, I would like to see that rematch a little bit more than the Izzy. Just because this, hear, hear me out on the Izzy thing. If Izzy does it, then that means Izzy gets like immediate title rematches, like a like again, I get it. You were a great champion, but you you got that privilege and then you know you used it. So I don't know how many like instant title rematches you get. I think you should you kind of gotta have a run at defense. To me, I think instant title rematches so you want to do like match.
0: the max thing where you gotta go at least win one.
1: Yeah, because like just like, like remember that I think when he
0: fought Volk the third time. Yeah. Uh, He won two fights, right? He beat, maybe beat just Calvin Cater or no, he beat one, two, beat Calvin Cater and Yair.
1: Yes. And didn't, I mean, and yes, didn't that make the trilogy far more interesting? The answer is yes.
2: And my my thing was, I wanted to throw this in there. The only other person that that I've seen on a repeated basis get top billing, whether it be for a belt or not for a belt, for number one contendership, for main event status belts. Like I said, belts, no belts of recent, uh, you know, a recent note has been Connor is, Izzy he Connor McGregor or nobody's Connor McGregor? You know that. Thank you. So (laughs) no, is the answer to the question. He's not, I don't, don't get, don't get it twisted. Izzy is special. Izzy is of, of high caliber ex champion type, you know, draw, but, Conor McGregor was different. Conor McGregor bought it every time, even if, even when he lost. The last time I saw Israel Adesanya, it hurt my feelings to see him. lose. Well, you know what we, what we, have to we just
0: kept waiting for him to get out the mud. You know what yes. I mean? Just that whole fight where, like, he's just stuck in the yeah, mud. Conor McGregor,
2: like, just goes and, like, goes, look, look, I'm bloody freaking Irish or whatever, and it turns on. But uh, I felt like, yo, Izzy was in shape, like, in beach shape, you know, and it looked good, but he was not mentally in style bender, you know, do a anime death note page writing anime Izzy like before. I don't think hey, he was in that, but I w- don't think it's that bad. W-
1: with all that being said, to all the Izzy supporters out there, I hope you guys saw him down in Mexico working on them, working on them hands, man. Could you imagine spice spicy insider fighter Izzy? Oh my god, mythical creature.
0: I would know. say i I disagree with you guys. I think the fight to make is Izzy, Izzy and DDP. We got the heat. Uh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen, Buck. And if they can, and here's the thing: like, they're going to try to do this, and I don't know if I don't know if he'll be ready because he just—I mean, he and Sean just went through a war. You do Izzy and Sean Strick? Are you do Izzy and DDP at UFC 300? That's the that's the main event. And you run that clip from June over and over again, and all the bad stuff that they have said to each other. Izzy has taken his time off. He, I, I, I just think that's the fight to make. I mean, you, you want to run it back with him and with DDP. And I, what does Sean do to return? What does Sean do to say to deserve another title fight? Here's here's. Okay. He, Sean I, got that title fight because DDP wasn't ready. And and Izzy said, "I'm I'm fighting in Australia no matter what." That's the only reason Sean got the fight is mm-hmm. because Izzy had already cleaned out everybody else. Well, here's Sean Strickland, number eight in the world. Uh, all the way at the bottom of the rankings, and this and the really is because they had some verbal spats. Like, well, at least we can do that. I'm sure Izzy will wax his ass, and we can get to DDP later. Well, unfortunately, DDP never got out of the first gear. and Sean handled business. Now that threw a wrench in their plans. But now I think they're gonna try to make. I think they should make Izzy versus DDP if he can go at UFC 300 and, and regain his title. I, I get what you guys are saying. It's like how many times does he get a shot? Well. When you're the, when you who else is he going to fight though? There's nobody, he's still cleaned out the whole damn, unless you're going to do him
2: and Sean for a number one contender fight. Uh, I, and, and even when you say that for me, I'd rather see somebody go, I'd rather, I got to see something in between, man. I got to see something. Let me, let, let me see, Izzy pull that dog off that cage, out that chain, man. Like, come on. Like, I think he'll time. do that for the
0: title
1: fight. I, is he, is he chasing the belts better than uh, when he has the belt? Two yes. two things, two things, two things. One, I okay. I I don't want it to happen, but what Botkin said is the most likely thing to happen because we are in the TKO era which is what's going to sell the highest and it is going to be DDP versus Izzy if that can put it together but well, by I don't making, know. I just, I say that by too much what other what other main event can they have at I UFC 300 I'm no longer under this we got to make it for UFC 300 thing I just got to step yes. off into that whole thing we, we don't need to fucking make 300 any better than 200 and you, anybody is remember 200 300, 200? And 300 and the, is- Hey everybody! Remember 200? Talk about 200. Nobody talks about 200. Talk about we, 100. We do talk no, about 200. We talk about how it didn't happen between Jones and, and DC. <laughs> yeah, we talk yeah. about that. <laughs> so it's like, so what, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just like, what? Who cares? Uh, so 301 can have absolutely fucking nobody on the card. That's going to have Balad
0: and and or in, they could have Pantoja in and uh, the flyweight title. Finally, really? yeah. Bilal,
2: y'all saw Balad okay. Muhammad's little thing. He was I, like, "I'm going to bully you." Y'all saw that. I yeah, I did it,
1: but with that being said, like, I man, I, I guess that's the highest selling thing. That's probably the most likely thing that's gonna happen. I don't
0: know if they can get it done, though. I don't think, no,
1: not high. by 300. I don't think by 300. I was gonna thank you for saying that. I'm extended to that. What is up with everybody pressuring? I'm not saying you, gentlemen, but I'm just in general, the tone of the public, like. Soon as somebody wins the belt, it's like when the fuck are you gonna defend it? Like, bro, they just fought a world title fight, yeah, most right. likely five rounds. You shut your face, and they'll tell you when they're ready to fight. Yeah, like, how about that?
0: Yeah. Like, I just like, went to a, a war, and it's both of his eyes are black as shit. Uh, you know? Yeah, and then
1: guys, other people will be off the calendar for a year and a half, and they'll be like, this guy's gonna win by knockout first round. I'm like, wait, what? Like, yeah, we couldn't give the champions six months to breathe. Like, come on.
0: Man. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. And I, I'm saying the UFC will try to make that fight. And I think that's the fight to make. Um, I unless I unless to me, if you don't want to do Izzy, if Paulo Costa beats Rob Whitaker, do do D P and Paulo Costa. And and you could in my next question was what do you do with Sean? Maybe you match up Sean and Izzy for a number one contender
2: fight. Listen and and once again, and I'm not knocking down. I'm not taking anything away from Israel Adesanya. He has proven himself once again. Like, like if you if we put on our, our thinking caps and take off the fighter hat, okay, and we say Israel Adesanya has been in contention for six years or at least had the belt six and a half to seven, right? He is worthy of going. Hey, look, you're gonna you first up. But before you get first, but before, since we believe in you, since you made the company some money, let me show you what we got for you. We got meat on the grill. I need you to eat or you won't get the championship title fight that you want. This is simple. I and, and, and in sports, period, a lot of times it's a what have you done for me lately business? And I'm not ashamed to say I'm an Israel Adesanya fan. I thought the turn up of the century was when he came out there and had a choreographed dance and then won the freaking fight. Like, where where is that energy going into, okay, well, if you're not the champ, can you bring that same vigor, that same spice into a main event, into a co-main? Now, you, if you do that for me, I'll give you anything you want. The table's wide open. Let's go to Riyadh. Let's call Turk Al sheik Let's really put it on the table for you. I got you. But please keep in mind, sir, your last showing was subpar. You know what I'm saying? We wanted steak. You gave me Salisbury. You know what I'm saying? Like that—that that has to be an oh, a you know,
0: school Salisbury steak. That,
2: you right? Have to eat. And, 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 you know, as a businessman, Dana White has to has to, and we know Uncle Dana vicious behind the camera. Okay, when the camera not on, Uncle Dana is cutthroat. But he has to go and tell him, "Look, I got you. We will give you what you want if you if you want to be the champ again." Does does Izzy does Izzy wanna fall off and ride off into the sunset and join join the cast and you know do color commentary and sit next to Joe Rogan in DC? Maybe he does. And if he does, he he deserves that right. You know what I'm saying? He deserves it. But do but me personally, I want to see him get back at it. But I can't just I can't I'm not gonna just throw him out there, bro. Don't 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 just I'm not gonna do that. Mm-mm.
0: Rob, let me ask you this. What's next for Sean Strickland? What would you like to see Sean if they don't do an immediate title rematch, which Dana didn't really seem like he was interested in that?
1: Sean has – that's the beauty, right? People are like, oh, he just jumped up from the seventh spot or eighth spot. I can't remember anymore. But it's something like that. Um, that, that that means there's other guys. Like, anybody. I mean, just like – just
0: always oh, active, he's one of the most active fighters there is in the UFC. Yeah, no, he's
1: active now. He's he's, gets he's he's active, like he's and that's the thing, like, any anybody he fights a win again puts him that he's if you don't, I can see the argument honestly, like against what I want to happen. I can definitely see the argument why Strickland is not worthy or deserve it or all those other words that I think we misuse but um you know I can I can I can hear it and I can go with it and I will I will say within this let him fight anybody that's available and that will him and Hamsaud versus for a number 1 contender fight if 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 it so may be, then may be. Like that's the other thing: is Strickland in necessary need to fight right now? Like some dudes, after losing the belt, they gotta chill. Some dudes don't. Some dudes. I don't think right he's.
2: The,
0: I, I don't think he's that guy. We don't, we, right? Like we, from what we know and what we've seen of him in the past.
1: Right. I have no idea. Right. So if that's if that's the thing, then sure, why not? Because that will do one of two things that'll either make Sean Strickland very relevant for the next opening at the title, whichever, let the dust settle from scenario that we haven't fully created yet, or Hamzat, right? Like, we're waiting for that. What Hamzat, like, is cool and all, but, like, it's also not because doubt is creeping into the people's mind. I'm speaking on behalf of the, like, on behalf of the people. They're like, they're starting to turn on him. Like, the the anytime, anywhere has fully backfired to him uh yeah with because it's uh, not
0: anytime anywhere he fights once a year and we never see him right and it's just you know that's he's, how it he's is
1: canceled and he's canceled yeah. like obviously he's canceled far in advance not like fight week canceled. but still, I mean like,
0: the, the, the Nate Diaz was yeah well
1: yeah, yeah like that right so oh geez um never forget um but with that being said Hamzat needs that Let's be honest. Like for us to buy into he's the title challenger, build back his stock. He he needs a win over a former champ or a recent title challenger. That's how it goes in the fight game. That's how it goes. So because right now I think with
0: Hamza too is like you know that everybody uh, they're you know they're high on. I think the UFC brass is high on him. And but like who's he beat? He hasn't beat you know especially at 185. He beat Usman, who was the 170 champ. You know what I mean at one time and. At 185 in short notice. And I think
2: anybody watching that fight, we all say, Man, if that was five rounds, Usman uh, probably
0: pieces him up and wins.
2: I was just about to throw that in there, bro. You and I were talking the entire time. Um, that was for for him to be for Hamza to be the boogeyman that he's supposed to be in that division, for uh Uzman to come in there basically a week's notice. That, that should have been a pummeling of a lifetime and it, it didn't turn out that way. Um, no. and, and, and in my, and in my mind, you know, for you to be this and he is, don't get me wrong. He is a formidable, scary character. When, when we were on fight Island and it was, uh, you know, COVID time, he basically saved UFC and fought like three times in five months uh, or something crazy like that. I, I remember that. So I'm not taking away from his skill, but, Somewhere in there right now, I, I once again the recency bias creeps in. And unfortunately, his health has come into question and stopped him from fighting on really good cards. And I want I, I have to see him do something. Anybody, somebody get somebody in there to fight him. Yeah. It'll be
0: interesting. Uh what they do with Sean. I, I do kind of see I could see a hums out fight. Let me get you guys' opinion on that absolute snooze fest uh of the co-main event. I mean it wasn't so
1: bad, I mean, man. Well, next
0: time I want to put on a hey, next time I want to go to sleep at night, I'm just gonna <laughs> put on Rapcoil Pennington versus MBS and close my eye, and this I'll be able to go to sleep because I mean Jesus. I that fight <laughs> was after the third round was oh, yeah, absolutely right? boring. Uh Rob, you had this one. You had you picked Rocky. It does seem like it could be Rocky versus um uh Uh, Juliana Pena, that's who she called out. They got a little beef since their uh, tough days, the Ultimate Fighter days. (laughs) Thoughts on the co-main and thoughts on what's next for both of these ladies, uh, for MBS and Rocky.
1: Well, I will say that I am pretty happy about it. I'm not going to lie. Of course, uh, I was supporting Rocky into this. This was the story I was asking for. You guys tuned into the preview show. You guys know I was all about this. Like, this is what women's uh, MMA needed, and I say that as a fan, as a, as a girl dad. You know, like I like these check marks and milestones and and things for the ladies, like happening and showing that sometimes the long road is the road you got to go. Like, mm. just because like just because you want it doesn't mean you get to have it right now. Like, some people do get to have it right now, and some don't. And Rocky went the long road. And I gotta, I love it, and I support it. Uh, on the other side, not the most entertaining fight. True. But let's be honest. Let's be honest, honest. Let's be honest, folks. Many championship fights are not all that. They're not. Many championships are not. Uh, the number one contender fights seem to be amazing, but the championships for some reason is like 50 50. So, with that, Mariana
0: must have thought this was a a three round fight because she gassed out in about round two. I think I'm I'm,
1: I'm, I'm gonna get to it. Go ahead, gentlemen. Gentlemen, let's talk about some of the stuff. Why I supported Rocky, and the reason is she has experience, she's been there, done that. There's a I've talked to many fighters, I'm sure you guys have too. When they it's not about like being physically in shape sometimes, it's like your mind knowing you can go there, also knowing how much fuel to use to get there. And Rocky knows that. MBS was learning on the job. Go anywhere in your life, go anywhere on planet Earth and around America, at least I can speak for it, and and find the person who's been doing their job 10 years and find the job that's been doing the job two years and show me the difference. Right? There's a difference. And it showed that night.
2: I mean, I completely agree with you on that one, Raquel Pennington, you know, in the earlier rounds, it looked very much even. It was, I think it was a farce, like, you know what I'm saying? I think it was like more of a possum game and then it got turned on, um, you know, mid third round, fourth, fifth. And I think that that's exactly what you're saying. Raquel Pennington having had been there, you know, having the experience, basically was like, okay, I'm not going to over exert my body round one through two. I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go attack her on the ground. I'm not going to jump into her guard. Like she's asking me to like, she's begging for, for 45 for 20 seconds on the ground. Like, you know, I, I really think that the experience paid off for her, but when the opportunity opened up the right four and five and, you know, unfortunately, of course I went the other way um, with my pick, but when when the opportunity opened up you could tell that she was still she still had something left to give in the fight when it looked like on the other end like that was you know it's it's, it's like you know pulling not pulling teeth but necessarily trying to pull it from the bottom like there's nothing there i'm i'm do i'm just going to lay here now because if you get on top of me I, I can i can work this out maybe maybe i can work this out if you jump into my guard but other than that nah it, it, it didn't work out so but but kudos to raquel Penis in her corner who you know we we saw constantly uh, encouraging her to, to stay to stay focused and and it worked it paid off she's the champ.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know about you guys, but watching that, I didn't ever get the feeling that I was watching the two best uh, female bantamweight champions
2: on the planet Earth. As you can see, my fr- my brother Bakun's There will be a bit of a shakeup shortly um, in such divisions, and maybe you know we'll see some uh, we we know we'll we'll probably get into that going forward of course but i'm not going to go you know spoiler for everybody but let, you know it, let, it's going to can i can i throw it up there nobody likes
1: the next champions after a great vacates nobody like yeah. look through the history it's of not- combat look at the history of combat find the, the you know goat of the or generational fighter very next person male or female nobody likes them it's just how it goes like it's
0: unfortunate. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, but I just, of the
1: vacant champ.
0: The uh, oh gosh, that fight was new. Snoo- I mean, it wasn't as bad as Asparza and Rose. That fight was maybe the still to this yeah, day. If somebody yeah, asked me the worst
2: fight. Yeah, history,
0: yeah. Rose to mm-hmm. uh That was the absolute worst fight I ever saw in my life. But
1: uh, I wish people I, would let me forget.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, they, that's well, I mean, anytime somebody says the worst fight or most is fight, I'm like, oh, that that's the first thing the fight that pops in my head. Um, mm-hmm. what's next for what Rob? What do you think's next for it? Seems like it's going to be uh Rocky versus uh Juliana. What should who should MBS be next? <laughs> who, who, what's next for her?
1: Well, to be honest, MBS is still a like. A blossoming fighter. I don't want to say developing fighter. A blossoming fighter. Like, say- like, like like what we often see from fighters next is like a Super Saiyan version of them. Part of the anime reference. Like we're gonna in theology. MBS. The next couple people that fight her. Good luck.
2: Right, like yeah, you, sure.
1: you're gonna get. You're gonna get hell on wheels. Um. But the 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 truth is, man. The ladies. They're. Anybody can fight anybody as long as they're not rematches. Like, because the ladies, let's be honest, they're just like the men. It's a per night occasion. At the top of that food chain, you take any of those top 10, like them or not, big fans or not, whatever, whatever. Their styles, look at their styles. They all, like, if when you shuffle them around, there's a bunch of neutralization that happens. Long story short, I'm really happy that... Uh, Juliana Pena gets her crack at the title, to be honest. I understand that you know Amanda retired and all the other stuff happened. I really thought it should have been Pena and Rocky for the vacant one. To be well, if Pena it.
0: got hurt, she was been banged yeah. up this way. Yeah. I, I get
1: it. Again, stuff happened. Um, I don't know if that would have made people feel more better about it or not. Maybe just time goes by, but there you go. Uh, I I'm I'm looking, I'm actually looking forward to that flight uh between veteran ladies here
0: here's uh uh, yeah hey juliana is hot i think we can all agree on that Uh, (laughs) mbs for mbs this is who i'd like to see her fight and i'd like it to be a main event just you can put it on the apex you you know what i mean she needs like a a five round fight again Mm -hmm. to get some more practice i think uh and learn from it how about a misha tate misha tate is eight her, her and MBS, uh, you, you, and then you can build her back. If she beats Misha Tate, she'd be a legend in the game, or kind of builds her back up, uh, you know, and, and maybe she's two fights away. But you could put that as a – you could put that a main event on the apex, Misha Tate versus MBS, and I think, you know, that,
2: that'd be all right. Listen, man, I'm agreeing with you on that one. Um, you know, it's – NBS, is it's not like NBS hasn't fought anybody before, but you know, to, to get back in that ranking a lot of times, you know, just like uh, you know, somebody who fought Neil Magny over the weekend. You know, you gotta put a name in there to prove yourself. And you're either gonna fall to that name and that and that's that 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 uh you know that championship aroma that they have that goes with them, and Misha Tate has uh a huge well, let's say what 20, 20 and 9, you know, it, if you if you make it if you make it 20 and 10, you know, hey, you're you making a name for yourself when it comes to me when it comes to UFC in that division. So I I like the idea Misha Tate could be one. Um, but anything you get a chance to go in the apex, you know, you take a step down, you make it five rounds, you see you see how far you have to reach in order to be the champion one more again. So I, I do like that. I, I do like that idea for sure.
0: Yeah, uh another the the I want to just hit on these uh, three fights real quick and uh I want we'll get into the breaking news that happened last night before we get up out of here. Uh Neil Magny, I mean what a comeback by Neil Magny. I mean, Jesus. Uh Mike Malot had that in the bag. Uh with, it and I mean the ref just let him to I think the ref let that go on a little longer in the third cuz he knew Malat took the first two and let him try to recover, but I mean, could, who would have thought Neil Magny would be the only freaking finish on this card? Uh, but he got, he gets it done. Uh, thoughts on that fight? What should, what should be next for Neil?
2: Uh you know the, the crazy thing is, man, when it comes to Neil Magny, anything goes, bro. Anything go? I don't care where you put him at now, because I, and you know, look, I, I'm in the, I'm in the, 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 the chat with Rob. We're having a conversation Everybody's talking. And I put the tweet out there. I got so much slander just for saying, give him some respect. He's been around 30-something fights. He's freaking 40. You know what I'm saying? Like, what what else can I say? He, he And he beat, like, one of the hottest contenders. The upper coming. The guy that yeah, everybody in Canada is. And, and yeah. he's been sleeping, guys. You know, he's been submitting cats left and right, Mike Malott. So for him to get in there, and I, and I, I seriously think he – didn't see Neil Magny coming on, on the because Neil Magny's a late round guy, you know. You got that late round charge always comes from somehow – And then, hey man, look, you, you, you didn't see that. You didn't see that reach. You didn't see it. You didn't see it happening. And then boom, next thing you know, he's out, and he's out just enough for the ref to step in, call it a day. So I, I really can't tell you what's next for what's next for Neil Magny, but I, I think he's gonna. I'm pretty sure it's gonna take some time they put him somewhere towards another co-main you never know he might have a co-main or main at Apex and take on your and take on your favorite next contender he, he, called out, he, he, he called
0: out he he called Wonder Boy which I like that fight too veterans uh Rob on Saturday in your spaces uh you said that it wasn't it wasn't just about Neil though it was more about uh also Mike Malott making the mistake
1: so absolutely you know let's be honest Mike Malott. It, his fight was a literal, literal microcosm of the Canadian performance. You know, uh, of the evening. Like started off looking pretty good with the ladies uh, representing. They went zero and seven. Yeah, shout out, shout out, Jillian Robertson and 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 uh, Jasmine Justavicius for yes. like holding it down, ladies. Y'all, psh, you, you're the real we one. Killed it. But the, but then just like the rest of it it just melts away in a way that you're just like what the hell is going on and he i mean talk about fumbling on the one yard liner I don't know what the equivalent in hockey I'm sorry hockey fans but missing, man, the, it, missing the uh puck wide open you know yeah you miss an empty netter. yeah exactly yeah. same old like man it was like dude you had let's be honest can we be honest Neil magney was done like yeah you He should have kept I, cooking them legs
0: he should have just kept i mean that's one thing he and gary did that last fight was just I cooked mean, legs and he was he started doing that in the early rounds but what happened in the third i think that he started he started
1: hearing his name in canadian
0: like <laughs> i got him you, i got hey,
1: him i'm Look. gonna i'm gonna borrow a term that i hear uh watching the british boxing broadcasters talk and it's a term they say you got to stay switched on you guys stay switched on the whole time, right? This is a fight I game. Can. You, this is a fight game, and just everybody, you know, you guys know how your brain starts to dim out when you get tired. And Mike Malott looked like a tired man, and I don't know if he spent a little bit too much energy or something, but I think he's like, I'm making jokes here, no diabetic jokes, but his, I think he just like just used too much blood sugar, like he just made the wrong choice, like. And and man, Neil Magny used all that veteranship and seized the moment like like a bear trap, and it was beautiful to see, but it was also terrible because we were like we we were just like it was like watching a man drown metaphorically.
2: Yeah. It was yeah. just like,
1: holy shit, is this happening? And we can't save him, and it's over, you know.
2: Yeah, it was it was bad. Um, uh I was watching a friend of mine who, of course, is another friend of mine, and he's watching somebody else's stream. And uh, they were showing somebody who was there, and uh, the crowd's like, "You got him! You got him! Buddy, finish him, don't let him!" He's a-. and all of a sudden, I, I think somewhere in there, because you know he's home, he's he's feeling it. He know he knows he's winning. He has to know. But he was like, "Yeah, I got him now. Mash the gas!" And that That's made it. him play. And that made him play sloppy.
0: It, you, you, and you can't be sloppy against a veteran like Neil Magny. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's thing. Uh, Rob, you, are you okay with uh, Neil and Wonderboy? You like that matchup if they if that's the route to go? I, I like that fight. Just two old veterans, you know. Definitely, yeah,
2: definitely it
1: up. Let's be honest. They need to be doing more of that. Like, let's just be honest. The best in my best way, I know there's an ecosystem that you got to sell your old fighters to beat the youngers. But on occasion, if they do hold up, then let them. You know have one for a good old old time sake because they look good. The fans like it, the fights are usually pretty good, and uh yeah, I'm all for it.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm all for it. Uh as well. For I, I don't mind that. We all had Chris Curtis winning. Chris uh, handles business, but I did want to get to uh yeah. real quick the, the Mozart Avalov Arnold Allen fight. Uh Rob, you mentioned it earlier. The damn knees, I, Allen's killing them with the knees, and they gotta stop the fight because. Uh, Toronto. In Toronto, they're old with the old school. Where if you have three fingers down, that that's down opponent. But you know, where every other place that's not down because you got to have weight bearing and everything else. Uh, kudos to Mike Goddard for actually following the rules. But by God, is Arnold Allen supposed to know the damn rules different in Toronto? And even if he does, how is he supposed to know in the moment because he's been practicing and fighting all over the world. it, indeed i saying they're four illegal knees. they're only illegal in canada
1: yes. <laughs> that yeah hurts. yeah <laughs> like where's the conversion where's the metric the like the <laughs> imperial to metric conversion here It was this just, just times by five divide by eight there's no illegal knees there all right um yo that was a math joke y'all didn't pick that up um <laughs> uh, uh but uh but anyways so uh with that, all I, that I get man, it. all I that, get it. I, Wait, I get it, Dino, that they were fighting in
0: Canada, but th- that's the thing: is like there should be all there should be just an MMA body of a rules. Universal be, rules.
1: Yeah, yes, that's where I want to direct the blame. I want to take this off any one individual. We're taking it off individuals. Here, yes, and we gotta go back to what was written down and what is negotiated. First off, the idea, and I said this as a joke, but now it's starting to turn into reality. Like the 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 fact that the rules are named the Unified Rules and they are not unified by anybody anywhere no. is somewhat insulting and and secondary asinine. Like, uh, next, all right, okay, stuff happens. Yes, the ref's going to tell the, the gentleman in the back that they do get informed of the different rule sets and this and that. But once again, people like Bach can said, this is combat. You don't have time to think about nothing. You don't got time to ass- You all you got is the, the maybe the awareness to keep your ear open for Goddard to hit for him to tell you the the man's down and it's legal. But when look how fast that happened, like and he kept like, moving his hand too. You, you know what I mean? Was, it, it, but and Alan was... was playing and Alan was playing an intelligent. He was jacking yeah. him up. He wasn't just blatantly running through it. There was there was intelligence Anywhere else on the planet except the beautiful country of Canada that wouldn't have been a problem except then the other 57 countries that have the same rules that we don't know until we fight there. Right. Yeah. Like here's, here we go. I can explain how this fixes. All right. People, gentlemen, ladies, fans of the UFC far and wide. All right. Once upon a time, when the beginning of the show started, you didn't give us five minutes of the effing promo for the main event. We're already here for, you know what you did? You explained the rules. Hey, you're in a different country. Maybe that should have been a nice two-minute introduction that we would have gave a shit about, except the five minutes of promo once again for the fight we already are here for. So there you go. Like, it's not that hard. We could have... communication people communicate i don't know how well, they- and my thing too is like how's arnold
0: like did arnold even know you know what i mean did he even know that those were the rules were different yes
1: they're, and- they're explained and i'm gonna side with the refs on this there's uh, and their protocol and how i know how it's given yes it was explained but once again like just because it was explained he was trying he lifted it up that's i mean it's a fr- it's like you're talking about fractional moments in the heat of battle and like he clearly was trying to adhere to the rules. He was jacking them up. Now it just wasn't, it just didn't work out the way it wasn't supposed to go on paper. You know,
2: I, I'm, I'm with you on that one, man. You can clearly see that he was trying to get him to have his hand off of the man on more than one occasion. And of course, you know, when it's happened, when it's happening, you know, and everybody's, everybody's had a, either a bit of anger or a bit of, you've been in a fight or, you know, it, it's really quick reflexes, you know what I'm saying? I, and I don't, I don't care what it is. And, you know, it's hard to go, hey, stop kicking him in the head. His hands down, you know, in the middle, of, in, the, in the middle, of the, in the middle of the fight, you know, when you've been when, when, you know, and a lot of think a lot of people don't think that this is relative to them practicing something for six, what three months and, and, and beyond that as well, you know, because they're oftentimes just, you know, sparring and wrestling in, in at home in the gym. So if you're constantly prepared to catch a guy up on the cage, and possibly rattle him up a little bit, you know, with that knee, then then you just going and just shut it down. This, uh, oh man, I forgot. Is, is his hand down? Is this, that's, what you, <laughs> that's what you gonna do. You don't have that kind of time. So once again, you know, just like you said, the rules need to be explained. But maybe. Just deductions in the case where, look, man, we're in Canada. You got to, hey, look, here's the end of around. Let me show you something. Hey, we're in Canada. Let me tell you again. I, hands down, I just
0: know. think there needs to be unified MMA rules across the, the the brand. You know what I mean? Like, hey, this is the UFC. Like, this is the rules we're fighting by, no matter where we're at.
1: Yeah, exactly. It should it le- leaves less
2: confusion for everybody. Yeah, or it's like the kids or rules of boxing, or something, you know. Or
1: here's an, a slightly wild take that not everybody's ready for, but we have twenty plus years of this rule set. More so, knees on the ground are fine. Let's get rid of the controversy. Let's yeah. get rid of this bullshit patty yeah. cake game on the ground. And all leg kicks. Everything is. You know what I mean. And, and I get it. If you don't want to have stomping yet, okay. But one championship, many organizations, knees on the ground is fine. Just let it happen. Let's let's progress forward in the sport because this is an unnecessary hurdle that just doesn't need to be there.
0: Yeah, I agree, Rob. I, I'm right there with you. Like, let's just let it happen. like You oh, know what I mean? Oh,
1: last but not least, you want to talk about uniformity? Colorado's already approved that r- rule set. That's why they had the one championship, Matt. Yeah. And I'm blanking the second state that also legalized the, they copy-pasted the same rules. Because the uh, one championship is going to go there. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I did hear that. I do want to, before we get out of here, um, I do
0: want to get to the uh, big UFC news that happened last night. Dana broke. Uh, Kayla Harrison will be fighting none other than uh, the former bantamweight champion at UFC 300, Holly Holm. Kayla Harrison, uh, first of all, uh, can she even make 135? She is former 145 uh pfl champion and now she's she's always said she'd have to cut off a leg to make 135 but now uh she is going to have to fight at 135 in the ufc uh wit will start with you their thoughts on kayla harrison versus holly at ufc a 300 uh you know in a surprising you know kind of a, a big move here for for the ufc to get kayla
2: first of all let's just say this she's made a name for herself and the other promotion, and I mean, bruh, like when I you know, when you go and everybody look, look, everybody go do your research, man. This this she said it herself. She would have to cut off a leg. Literally, I don't know how that and of a of a person size, period, how she's gonna lose that weight, but I'm sure that she'll find a way. Um, but once again, Holly Holmes is. Uh, uh, one of those names. When you say Holly Holmes, you think about someone like Misha Tate. Um, this is a name in which, when we put you in the ring, we want to see where you, we want to hear. We want to see and hear all the gusto. No more excuses. No more you're in another promotion. Nah, this is the real deal. Watch your head, Holly Holmes. Thighs are as big as my torso, um, and and, it, and they and she is known to connect, a la uh, several years ago. When someone else thought they was going to be uh, taking over UFC in that, in that weight division, but I'm, I'm excited to see it. You know, if this this new era of promotion switching or you know promotions coming together is is going to be great. I think for 2024 and just in MMA period, um, you know, we got the tournament of champions going to happen with the Bellator and the PFL, and then we got some people coming over from PFL from Bellator into the UFC. Um, I think I think it's going to be great, man. And but uh, don't sleep. Do not sleep on Kayla. This is a this is a heavy hitter, heavy handed woman for sure. Yeah,
0: two time gold medalist judo. You know
2: what I mean. Only uh, did, we, did we learn from somebody else who won some gold medals that this is this translates very well. So I'm I'm excited to see it, bro.
0: Robin, initial thoughts here on Kayla Harrison coming to the UFC and uh, coming from 145 down to 135
1: man i am split up like i literally have almost split personality emotions and feelings on some of the different aspects of this whole thing am i happy that she's in the ufc yes to a degree um except the fact that she's been when you guys say oh kayla sorry i have to go back no i said that i gotta go step over here kayla kayla said she had to cut off a leg Kayla says a lot of things that she don't back up, and yeah. and I hate to say it, I hate to say that because as a as a child judoka, not a serious, but I love I love judo. Uh, I, I I think it's a beautiful art. I I love Kayla because what she's accomplished as an American in that sport, um, and what she can literally do in MMA, translating that sport. Like, let's be honest. I'll tell everybody on the planet: if you get on, the, if Kayla's on the inside of it can. She will put you down. Like the arsenal she has, is people are like oh maybe she can stop. It. There is no one, and I, let me let me clearly, there is no one on planet Earth that's gonna stop. No woman on planet Earth that's gonna stop Kayla Harrison from putting you on the ground, and men too. Many men will go down as well. Many like, men, like many men, like and add lots of weight too. Um. So with that being said, like she's a, a great talent now. She's kind of pissed me off because she's been talking noise and trying to bark up at cyborg cyborgs, free agent too. cyborgs was ready and willing to, to get in a, get in a match, not a free agent. She signed with Bellator, but she was willing to like, this was the whole thing. Like this was the whole crossover. Everybody was hyped for it. And then she yeah. goes eh, eh, and dodges a lot of people. A lot of people's initial reaction is that Kayla's ducking and it looks ugly. So there's that. I have to voice the people's opinion on that one because I kind of feel it. Going back now to the matchup, the 135 thing. I just seen a video. Shout out to uh, some – I want to give credit to whoever showed it to me, but I'm sorry. Um, But there's a recent picture of Dustin Poirier and Kayla Harrison that Dustin just put out today, I think via his Instagram. We all do check it out. And Kayla Harrison looks noticeably leaner, tighter than ever before. And uh, that fight is, and, and the fight is quite a distance away still. Uh, you guys also know how much I've touted the resources and, uh, yeah, I'll just go with resources. Res- resources and, and staff, credible staff at the UFC PI. That's what I'm and, thinking too. Yeah. And, and with all of that being said, with a dedicated athlete like Kayla is, with the way she already looks now, like a whoa, look at this lady, plus the all the Kings horsemen and all the Kings men. I think it could be done. I, I really do think it could be done. Uh, now, on the other hand, will it be effective? She, she didn't look all that great in her last fight. I'm going to be honest. Uh, that was a 145-er, I believe. So yeah. it's like, can you make the... That's that's the old... That's the, the great equation in sports right now is the fighters have to find this through... Uh-huh combat unfortunately is like you can make the weight but is that weight your ideal fighting weight
0: yeah can you can you make the weight and then fight at the fight you can rehydrate enough to where you're still strong enough and do all the things that you so did.
1: much individualism in science so yes oh, there you go those are it's a it's a cascade of feelings i'm glad she's in the lake oh finally for the business to business part thank you bar kids for that part the last thing is isn't this kind of cool like isn't the concept of like in this era of MMA, because you know, we didn't have this before free agency, like PFL yeah. took your king, so to speak. And then I know this is not a chess analogy because then it would be game over, but then they took your queen, or you know what I'm saying? You're just like, haha, I got one. Well, I'll but, try the
0: UFC, kudos to UFC, they went out and got probably Bellator, PFL's two of their best fighters, right? They went and got Kayla, who's definitely their best female fighter. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you know, as far as promotion wise, and then they got uh MVP came over mm-hmm. uh from from Bellator, who's one of their more exciting fighters. I'm gonna capitalize
1: everything you're saying, Bobkins. I don't want to yeah. capitalize the words available.
0: Yep, yeah. yeah. When those yeah.
1: other cats and names you know from that other band come available, you watch what Uncle Dana does. You think he's gonna take buying Francis likely? He's buying the whole damn roster. Watch it. Right, yeah.
0: Johnny Eblin's probably next. I think. I think he's one of the best fighters in, in Bellator, PFL, whatever the hell you want to call. It. I, I want to uh, real quick, kind of uh, talk about Kayla. So I, it'll be interesting. I agree with what you're saying, Rob. Like with today's world the way it is, and like the sciences and in the strict dieting and things like that, she could probably make the 135. But can she fight at 135? We'll We'll find out. You know. Um. I see the so I see what people are saying about the cyborg fight. Like, well, that, now we could like when they PFL bot belts were like, you know that I said that on the the when they announced that card, I said, well, this card needs Kayla versus cyborg because like that's the number one. When me and Witt talked about them, buying Hey, what's some of the fights that we would love to see? The very first fight I said, I said I got to see cyborg versus Kayla. Like that's the only fight there is to make for you this see that
1: the, the excuse i was given was for the second pay-per-view which that's not the case because we already have the championship pay-per-view but yeah. it was supposed to be for a pay-per-view and that you know cyborg had a boxing match already. Booked, cyborg but,
0: does have a boxing match
2: she, she did had a boxing match. match five days ago she won yeah, uh, yeah, won. Won. She, she, yeah won. she won she yeah so she so it has
0: been a quick turnaround right right to, to turn around and try to fight but, in like three weeks in february but still
1: that was that was something everybody was for and they Kayla did a lot of talking and clearly sides. So, I, I will say this, though,
0: so, and, and um, anybody that says she's running is I is, I think it's a lie because yeah. I, I think it's I don't want to say she's not running because guess what everybody said before? When everybody was touting her up, well, she ain't beat nobody. She ain't beat nobody. She's beating all these PFL chumps. And they still say that. But, OK, there was one fight out there for her to, to take now. And that's the Cyborg fight. She beat Cyborg. What's next?
1: I just want to interject that if you think Larissa Pacheco is a chump, she'd probably knock you out. Well, I'm just saying that that's what people are saying. I'm not saying that. <laughs> no, no, not I'm you. Not you. No, 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 it's not you.
0: Not you, I'm, I'm saying Bacus. the people are saying Bacus. that. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. But that's what they're saying. So, oh, so she, beats, she beats Cyborg in one fight and wins. What's next for her? She goes to the UFC and she beats Holly Holm. She's probably one fight away, if not getting the title fight next. And then... Guess what? If you're the UFC champion, people decide that is the best in the world because they're the best promotion in the world. So she went and is trying to become the best in the world. Isn't that what you want to be when you're an athlete is to be the best in the world? So go ahead. Don't worry about Cyborg. Shit, Cyborg's talking about coming back and wanting to fight a man in Nunez at UFC 300. You know what I mean? So who knows what happens? So we might still get that fight eventually down the road.
1: That's the triangle. Let's be honest. We could make women's one one thirty five, one forty five, pick a poison, whatever. Whoever's gonna do whatever. Because I, let's be, I'll be, I'm still on the campaign that 40, 45 kill is the way to go. But I, I'm not gonna. Yeah, go but there's that.
0: no one forty five division in the UFC anymore.
1: We'll see. I'm gonna die on this cross eventually, but we'll see about that. Now moving on um, to the to the cyborg thing. Like, let's be honest, cyborg. If she, if if okay, that's a big if. If Nunez is for he's coming she back, she seemed this weekend, it, right? Like she it's, might be coming back. All right. It seems and so. If that is the mix, like the UFC better use all of its uh creative uh persuasion tactics to get those ladies that that is the triangle of perfection. That's what people want to see. They want to know because. Let's be honest. Yeah, people are gonna go. Oh yeah, Cyber got knocked out by Nunes. Yeah, but since then she's also cleaned out everybody. Like, what men? On what level of men? Look, look all the time. They're like quick rematch. Blah blah blah. What time does a guy lose? Smokes like ten more people, and you're not like interested in them fighting again? Hell yeah. I mean, we we just get people are right now claiming for Max Holloway to fight Alex.
0: You know what I mean? Again, and for the fourth fucking time.
1: I, bro, because
0: Max has cleared out everybody, right? Like, you know,
2: I'm just gonna just, you know, that you want to see. We want to see Oliveira go back at it again too. We might, we yeah, might as well put everybody out there. I, 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 I so I, I'm not gonna hate on Kayla's Like,
0: she's trying to figure out is she the baddest, you know? And, and I mean, it's not a derogatory, but the baddest bitch. On the that's block. her
1: words. That's her words. It's not derogatory. Yeah.
0: So you know, like, is she the baddest bitch on the planet? You know, what I mean, we're about to find out. Yeah, uh, and she can't find that out if she doesn't go to the UFC. She can't find that out if she can't get to 135 and fight there, right? So it is what it is. I, I, I'm a big fan of Kayla Harrison. I wish her, the, I, I hope she does well. I hope she becomes the UFC. I, I hope by the I, end of the year, she is the UFC bantamweight, uh, women's bantamweight champion.
1: Can, can I throw this out there uh, just for yeah. a little Kayla Harrison support, since I did diss my, my beautiful judoka, is that she should she should be a case study for all fighters coming up on like maybe how to navigate your career excuse me uh she's made her money 2 million dollars plus in the in, in the PFL she used her her amateur accolades to go into a well-known B league if you will or content you know lesser than major organization because knowing they're going to put her face on everything she got famous as heck from it She's very effective. Everybody's very convinced, and I am too. Everybody's validated her skills. I don't want to use the word convinced. And she's like now, and now you, I don't know what the terms are, and we won't know for quite some time, but I bet you Miss Harrison got paid a good fortune. And like you said, you use your skills, become champion, someone else already clean out your money. Like I think a lot of fighters should consider, you know, that route versus yeah,
0: agreed.
1: Yeah, there you go. That's all I want to say. Good job yeah. to her.
0: Yeah. Uh, Whit, Before we get up out of here, you got any uh, final
2: thoughts or anything? Oh uh, man. Uh, once again, let's take a look at what's going on in the boxing world. Uh, right now we got a lot going on. Of course, let's see if what goes on with Tiafimo Lopez. Everybody, keep your eye on that. What's going to happen with Tank Davis? Is uh, somehow some way we're going to get. From what I understand, and of course, this is all speculation and from uh, hot box a minute on TikTok. Shout out to my guy. Um, right now we're somewhere in there in the mix of saying Turkey Al Shake has been called to uh to mitigate the the fight for Tank and Devin Haney. Um they don't want to do uh one 140. Uh, you know, Devin basically is saying, Hey, look, I'm never going back down. I'm only you can only come up, or well, we gotta meet at a catch weight. Um, Tank is basically saying, I'm not about to try it. You're not about to, you know, weight bully me. Somehow, some way they want to fight in Riyadh. And guess what? Guess what Tank said he'll take uh in the clause and then he could both throw out two of them? Uh two Maserati's. One Maserati for Tank, one Maserati for Devin in <laughs> Riyadh, just just to sign the paperwork. Okay. So if it's a Maserati just to sign the paperwork, just imagine what they're gonna get. In their pockets. I'm talking generational changing, generational wealth is what they're talking about for both Tank Davis and Devin Haney. Um man, and, and these 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 hype videos for Anthony Joshua and Francis Ngannou are really turning up right now, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if y'all understand what's gonna happen when they get these two gentlemen in the ring, but I am excited. Okay. Uh so more boxing, of course. When we uh think about Sabril Mutias, I don't know if y'all know about that, but Sabril Mutias killed a man last year or two or a year and a half ago. So it's when you think about that, it's like, once again, that triangle of Devin Haney, Tiafimo Lopez, and Sabria Mutinas I mean, Mutias, and somewhere in there also including uh, Tank Tank as well, like there, there's there got to be a change of hands because right now, um, what is it? What's my guy's name? Uh, the Hernandez brother, the big one, is really looking forward to somehow getting an agreement done with our guy, my guy and yours. Uh, and, and hopefully it'll be done, you know, so shout out to Al Heyman, you know, shout out to the, to, to the, to the organizations, to the sanctioning bodies, because somebody's going to put that money up and we're, we're really, we're really going to have like three blockbuster fights towards the end of 2024, like the summertime of 2024 for boxing, big news, winter time for boxing, big news. And then of course, going into 25. Whoever wins out of this uh, Anthony Joshua and Gano fight, whatever happens with Usyk and and Fury in the week uh, or two weeks, it's going to be big, man. So I'm definitely uh, fill you guys in on that one in the next uh, few weeks or so. Rob, you got any uh, final thoughts before we get up out of here?
0: We always appreciate you joining us, my brother.
1: Thanks. Hey, no, my man, thank you guys for having me. Of course, man, it was it was great, dude. And thank you guys for coming into my, my space. Uh, just shout out to anybody out there listening and want just a place where adults get together, watch the fights, make picks, no infighting, just sharing your thoughts, everybody sharing information, learning from each other, and of course, criticizing the judges. <laughs> um, working on uh working on my slate of special guests to join us for the rest of the year. Uh, but in the meantime, man, just thank you guys for uh, having me tonight. Uh, hope to have you guys uh, for the the fight watch along. You guys, if anybody watching wants to join us at Jay the host on Twitter, uh, Live Spaces for every UFC event. Now to the boxing stuff, my man. I just want s- to jump in real quick and say, man, I, I hope Francis. I think you know, obviously Team MMA on this one, blind allegiance to the flag. Name, um, <laughs> you know, I just hope Francis goes in there just f's up whatever. Plans or whatever, just, just go in there, just mess, just, just kick stuff around and mess stuff up. You yes. know what
0: I mean? Like, I mean, well, Francis, what if Francis becomes the uh, I about to say UFC heavyweight, what if he becomes the heavyweight champion of the world? I mean, it is, it is, is- it,
2: the thing, is, it's in the cards, it's it's, it's it a is possibility of happening. He beats Anthony Joshua, he probably he fights for the title next, and Anthony Joshua has been seen as a, a, a target with if, if he leaves his chin out there because mm-hmm. Anthony Joshua is such a powerful and imposing figure. A lot of times, other his opponent can't get to him to land full contact. Francis Ngannou is going to. Francis Ngannou took some of Tyson Fury's hardest punches and still got inside and landed on him. I think he could. It's a possibility he could do the same thing to to Joshua, but I don't think Joshua gets up like Fury did. I don't Yo, pa- paper bag analysis from this guy. Look at this.
1: Usyk had uh Mister Joshua on skates and on stanky legs hurting and filling yes. them all right and usyk i love usyk let that disclaimer but let's be honest he's a smaller heavyweight or truly a a beefed up cruiserweight right he's the best cruiserweight of this generation uh if you think that the punching power from a well crafted cruiserweight hurt versus what mr francis and Ghana is going to bring to the table my man that's the difference between a 22 and a 50 count my bro like that is <laughs> It is not the same. It it's is not. not. So, into, there that. Go. into
0: that. Hey, well, Rob, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, my final thoughts here is, man, I love talking with uh, UFC with you guys, all the MMA and everything. Um, we'll be back uh, next week, same time, 8 Central, 9 Eastern. Uh, be a friend, tell a friend, folks Like, subscribe, share Check out my man Rob on Twitter uh, I'm sure this won't be the last time Rob joins us We'll probably be asking him again sometime uh, Break down some pay-per-views Me and Wit will be back next week Talk all the MMA news in the world uh, We appreciate it, everybody Be a friend, tell a friend, folks Like, subscribe, share I'm going to hit that outro And y'all have a good rest of the night Peace
2: They call me from